Hey, what's up all you addicts out there? Welcome to the Addicted Fishing Podcast, episode number 20. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review, Google Play, all the different places. Please leave us a review on this podcast. Give us some feedback. Let us know how you're liking it. Give us some topic suggestions. Comment. Let us know some other things you want to hear us talk about. Tonight, we're going to talk about bank fishing etiquette and some boat fishing etiquette, but pretty much just tributary etiquette. And who do we have? We got some people in in this podcast tonight. Josh Handy. What's going on, guys? Cameron Black. Charles Staley. Oh, man, you guys seem so excited. Oh, you guys are excited. I was just going to say, that, that's not how we start any of these podcasts. I know, right? It's freaking terrible, so I apologize this, to like, all you guys. Usually he introduces us. <laughs> that Old was, CB that in the house, legend. Old Josh Handel Handy. I'm excited to have you here tonight, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> he just dropped some knowledge on us about the river etiquette. Oh, man. Yeah, so for those of you guys that don't follow us on Facebook, as you guys should, so hint, hint. We on Wednesday night we do live uh, live feed podcasts, live feed podcasts. We do right? Facebook. Live. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is? We do both. We do yeah, Facebook we do live, and the, the the topic of discussion was bank fishing etiquette, or we'll call it tributary ed- etiquette, because we talked about drift boats and we talked about sleds. And there's always like those funny situations, and there's we always learned like that those guides on the river. Guides, I Thanks mean, absolutely. You guys, guides on the river. Everybody, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> that was a pretty fun fun moment but uh i tell you what like we're gonna be talking about some bank fishing etiquette we got some good stories for it and you know it this is the time of year i mean this is the time of year everyone's exactly. getting ready for Everybody's steelhead ready. everyone's you know i mean definitely everyone's been out there twitching coho main river's been closed down big water's been shut down it's time i mean and from now till shoot april it's uh it's time to start pounding the banks and get out there March. Oh, hey if you guys april, buddy. here's your first drop of legend knowledge April. I like to grind out that. <laughs> if you guys April. are watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and comment. Please comment. Let us know what, what you guys want to hear and comment about your bank fishing etiquette things or your stories. If you guys have fun stories about bank fishing etiquette, I think that's what we're going to kind of get into tonight is tell some of the stories that we've had and maybe how we might have handled them better or how we handled them or who knows. But I there's going to be some fun I think we always forget about that all those be, YouTubers out there. That could be we a little you guys incriminating. Dude, thanks for tuning in and watching with us. We, you, we added some we added some deer antlers to, for you guys to look at too. This one specifically. Are you, you guys are watching on YouTube? One? I wish, dude. I that is a I'm gonna shoot this thing. You're this coming year. back for it, aren't you? We got some. All you guys listening on iTunes and all that. We got some giant deer sheds that I found a couple years ago sitting on the table in front of us. But Whoa. I still have the biggest guys. Josh, first has the shed biggest. I ever found. Biggest shed I've ever found. Only shed I've ever found. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up. That's because he don't walk running. very far. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, so we are going to talk bank fishing etiquette. I think I'm going to kick it off with a funny story that I have because I want to. You're going to kill it. That was my story. Which story? Oh, okay. You got a different one? All right. I'll tell mine. You tell yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, go. Want. You go. All right. Because I, I want to hear Marlon. I got plenty so of them. So I got plenty of My story also has Marlon involved. Of course. <laughs> we wake up like 2 a.m., Roll out, go to fish from Summer Steelhead. We go out to this sh- well-known shelf. I mean, guys know this is where the fish roll up. That's why we're up at 2 a.m. Yeah, that's why you're up at 2 a.m. Go out to get the spot, right? Assuming that if you're in the slot, no one's going to come anchor right in the same slot. Or right off the or side right of right next to you, so close to you that you have right? to put so out So here we are, anchored up, kind of waiting for daylight to break, getting stuff ready, wrapping plugs, blah, blah, blah. The whole nine yards. 
we see somebody come out come out of the the mouth of the river where we're anchored and then they start doing circles around us and i'm like what is going on why is this dude doing oh he wants to know where we're at he wants to know if we're like right in the slot let's be honest we were we, in it. we were right in the <laughs> slot because he was pissed so i'm assuming like okay he'll just anchor next to us try to fish it too whatever it's fine we'll both catch fish um, instead of doing what I thought he was going to do, he proceeds to drop anchor and leave like, I don't know, a hundred feet between him and the ball and just kind of basically, I think what, what was happening was he was trying to frustrate us to the point where we would just leave. He had like a hundred feet between his ball. It was a super windy day. He's casting stuff over our stuff and, uh, swaying back and forth in the wind and. We never gave up the spot, though. We I never mean, we, gave up the spot, we and it. we were pretty cordial because he was a guide. And, and a well-known know, guide, nice and guy. And he did fish the area for, you know, he does he does fish that area a lot. So we didn't really say much to him. We actually were pretty nice to him. But since that day, we pretty much have been like, well, there's that freaking douchebag guide right there. No, like Every I, time he drives but, by but, us. But see, unbeknownst to everybody out there listening, this is actually how I met Marlon. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because I was fishing a spot that was very familiar to that spot. And one morning I get out there at like three o'clock in the morning and I'm all cruising down the river and I'm like, you know, groggy eyed. I'm like, blink, blink. What the hell? And sure enough, the day before I anchored next, the day before Marlon and Lonnie and the gang were anchored next to me. We had a great day. I had a fun time fishing, but yeah, just saw. got out there at like they saw. one o'clock and they were sitting, you were sitting in that damn spot. Yeah, but that's a, di- it's a little different than what we didn't and go I out anchored. and freaking anchor right next to you and cork freaking put your bumpers out and basically. No, play but boats. you definitely got out there before I did. You, you know what, dude? Freaking. They were just, what did you say? They though? were just addicted. Uh, first there, person to the spot. First person yeah. to the spot. First come first I was serve. pissed. But we all anchored next to each other and all stroked him that day. So it was a good and you time. know what's funny is that day we both caught fish. We both he caught, caught fish. fish. He we caught, caught a few fish. fish. We caught some fish. We got it a dandy summer snook that yeah, day. Yeah, we got an awesome. That was a good day. Snook. I mean, it was a. That was, was a like the first day in my dad's old new boat. But let's talk. So let's talk a little bit. About, I think what we should do is like talk about what happened and then talk about what could have been a little different. And really, what I, I think the, the biggest thing that could have happened is if he would have rolled up and said, "Hey, man." I want to anchor, like, get real close to you so we can both kind of be in the spot let's and catch it. fish. We would have seriously been like, oh, that dude sounds good. Like, Let's, let's make it work. Because he had clients. Work. At the end of the day, he well, had and clients. I just knew who he was. Doesn't mean anything. The thing it is, though, is me, I though. knew who he was. Obviously, he was a well-known guy. I knew who he was. And so I would have just been cool with the guy. And so I think, just like you said, in most scenarios, if you just talk to the person and say, hey, good morning, or how's your day going, or... Do you mind if I fish next to you? You know, just start up a conversation, and nine times out of ten, that's going to ease, like, any yeah. sort of animosity. Yeah, communication, communication is key, and then also communication also helps, like, when you – because I've been in those situations, you know, wobbler fishing and springer fishing all that stuff, and sometimes you go to try to talk to that guy, and he's just an a-hole. You're right. Like, and well, you can tell. And then, you, and then you know what? You're like, you know what? Am I – do I really – like, is it that important to me that I fish next to this guy for the next eight hours? Like, hell – you know, so, so sometimes you kind of gauge yep. – like, oh, this guy's, like, super cool. Like, we're going to be taking pictures of each other's boat, catching fish, having a good time. You make it a party atmosphere. You know, you just you just revel in it. You freaking love it. You know what I mean? But So sometimes you get that, but it doesn't sound like he communicated with you guys. No, and I'll be all. honest. Like, that was my biggest thing. Or that still is my biggest thing about getting in hog lines. Like, you never know who you're going to anchor next to. Like, guy could be totally cool, awesome dude, barbecuing, throwing each other beers, whatever. 
Or you could anchor next to the guy that just does not say a word. And you know, so be friendly on the it, river. I hate to say it, like I don't like anchor. Fishing. I don't. Like, I don't like anchor anch- fishing. I don't like all like, gliding. Yeah, I love. I like anchor fishing when it's good. Yeah. Well, of course, well, duh. Who yeah. doesn't? But, <laughs> but I, I do will not say, like you're right. The people you anchor next to, some it makes days a big difference. Makes on your day. day. Yeah. I've had just some of the slowest days of fishing be some of the best times on the river yeah. because, like, you gauge that. You know, in the morning, you communicated, you talked to them. It's like. I mean, everybody's got that story when some freaking jackal guide freaking. But I mean, guides on the river. So it's you guys not all always need to realize. Guide. Not just guides. You guys not all guides. need to realize let's, the guides on the river that we're trying to make, we're trying let's, to make a living out let's there. Let's not be one of the groups that puts this freaking fake. No, because it's hundred percent not only guides. Because there, there's guys out there that no. We own the Aren't river. Straight- I buy a special license every year so I can put a sticker on <laughs> my boat. And so I can tell you what the hell to do. There is a lot that's of guys out there that, that are just straight jack wagons. That's, that is what it is. Don't you know why that? Why would you not get a special sticker? If that's, you I got a special, special sticker. So and you know what I had to do for that sticker? I had to answer like this. Like oh, I basically go through something like getting like doing like the bar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, you have to take this giant freaking. No, it isn't. You didn't oh, have wait. to take oh, wait. like. I, I paid a fee and I did a rules of road class. <laughs> you didn't have to take like an angler test where it showed that you can actually catch fish and all yeah. this before you no, got a guide no, license. No, actually, no, no, I didn't. No, um, no, no. Weird. No, I you took just a, offer 100% I, refund if they don't catch right. one. No, I, no <laughs> I took a Coast Guard test that had four freaking classes that I used half of one of them because I wasn't going to chart hey, Montauk Island. We don't care about your guy. We don't care about your life. We're talking about bank fishing. I own the river. Mother Trucker. the river. Right. I own it. Etiquette stories. Come on. I yeah. know. And that's what it is. You guys should move yourselves yourself. out of my spots so I can fish it. That's good etiquette. Yeah, kill yourself. I can see For those of you. we deal with every day. On episode right. number 21 of the CamCast. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You want to play that game? I won't <laughs> say the But for those of you guys folks. that are not watching on YouTube, you should have seen the amount of eye rolling Marlon just gave out. It was pretty epic. <laughs> Uh, what's uh, your story, Marlon? You had a good one. Yeah, you had no, a good one. I forgot mine now, Charles. Oh, you Go forgot ahead. it? Like, wow. you got an etiquette story? story? I mean, I don't know. I guess it really wasn't me. We couldn't defuse the situation, but it can show you how crazy fishing can actually get between people, especially when you fish hatchery holes in the fall time, where it brings out a whole different, different crowd of people. Like, the, it just does. And... It can get pretty wild. Like I know one of our local rivers, I was down there and we were fishing. It was just about daylight. You couldn't really see. It was just about time to start fishing. Everybody started fishing and people started getting caught against other people across the river. Words got spoken and actually gunshots have been fired across river. Like, I mean, it can get pretty serious down there. Like I've never actually had like a real I don't know, problem like specifically with somebody, but I, I've been down there when like weird things have happened. If you're new to fishing, don't make fall salmon fishing at the hatchery the first place. You no, go. no, don't experiment. Yeah, <laughs> don't. It's just don't. not a good like, leeway in the fishing. It's like, just not. That weird things happen. Like I've seen, I've seen a guy. I've seen gunshots. I've seen guys swim across the river. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've oh, seen dude. a guy get beat up down the there most. by like six <laughs> dudes. Get up on the road. That same guy that got beat up yelled down there like come up here again and had those six same dudes come up and a dude hit the guy in the head with the beer bottle. Like do not fish. What kind like, of beer was it? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sticking around for all that. It was a cheap one. But like, <laughs> beer, cheap one. <laughs> I guess like just stay calm. Like you just don't know what people, 
people are capable Again, of. Again, do not fish hatchery holes. Yeah, stay, just try to stay away in the fall yeah. time. Like, it, it can. It's. I feel like hatchery holes are so... I don't so even fish those. I avoid, don't even go there They're so the avoidable. Like, it's tough one because, I mean, like, you know, people get drawn to those spots. Obviously, there's a million fish getting caught. You see fish, fish one after another fish. get pulled in. That's where I started. I mean, that's I, where everybody I started. know that's where you started. That's that's I feel like that's where everybody started. Yeah, but that's I mean, they had a buddy yeah, that's so I guess I I was taken down. I was like brought down with some pretty like gruff, gnarly people though. Like I was brought. Like I would have never went down there. Like I just wouldn't have. I just would have never went down there because it was just always like. I mean, I'll just freaking say it. It was like tweaker, white trash, just freaking like garbage everywhere. Dudes just snagging fish, pulling them in backwards, just. It just wasn't a pleasant fishing experience, period. Like but did you realize it the first time? Like, I went down there one time, and a buddy took me to a hatchery hole. And I was like, oh, this is cool. A lot of people catch fish. But then, like, you have that first altercation, and you're like, this is not. And ever since then, like, it's almost, like, made me to the point now where if I see somebody fishing a hole, like, I don't even go but fish see that, I'd I think ra- that's I'd rather fish by myself. get this. When you hear people, like, I've been, I'm just trying to get into the salmon or steelhead fishing and it's just really intimidating and people are being rude to me. And I think that's where they run into a lot of these situations is that these places where these people are like, it's like intense. Like everybody's just on edge. So your shoulder to no, shoulder. Yeah, is, is we as anglers, like, we all need to make a better effort to just be nicer to yeah, new help people, to like, new fishermen and help them. Cause dude, I even find myself sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to talk right dude, now. You don't know how to do that. Yeah, or, when somebody comes or in. Or when I'm freaking, exactly. If I'm like in a hole and I'm dialed in and I'm talk. like trying to freaking pull a fish out of there, I mean, you just get to a point where you don't want to be But what's like, crazy is the one guy that you're nice to will always remember. He will, definitely. That you helped And that's out. where you build bonds. That's where you learn stuff about rivers. And even not even what you're fishing on right now, you, he'll start telling you stories about things that he catches throughout any, any time of year. All kinds of fish, but... Like recently, I went to a new river and I hiked in there. I had no clue where I was going. I hiked in there. I seen this guy. I walked up to him and I'm like, "Hey, are you killing him or what, man?" And he's like, he just looks at me. He said, he just I looked up, Cameron. didn't say a word, just shook his head at me and just went back to what he was doing. And I was like, All okay. Do, and I'm like, all kindness. right. Well, there's a drift, a guide boat right there. So you know what I do in that situation? What I say something to him. I literally would say like if if I was if I walked out to a dude and was like, "Hey man, you catching anything?" and he looked right at me and didn't say anything, I would have been like, "Are you deaf? Are no. you catching any fish, no. bud?" No, but here's we what I did. We got a story for that one. So I I looked around, I didn't know where yeah, to go. I seen I seen fish rolling, so I was like, "Well, I don't know where I am, but I see fish here. Why leave fish?" So I I fish just a little bit up above the drift boat. I'm out of their bobbers. And I cast out, wasn't even second cast. Whack. Hit this. It was a fire truck. It was, so it was, but it was a nice fish. Layered. It was fun. I bring it in and I, <laughs> I take a picture of it. I send it to you guys. And by the time I send it to our chat and everything, I look up and guess who's standing there? The guy that didn't want to give me the time of day. He was just, and he was like, what are you doing? He's like, glad to see someone caught a fish. And instead of just being, you know, just being a prick to him. I just gave him the rundown, you know, I showed him what I was using, showed him my rod, showed him my gear, what I was trying to attempt to do. And, and he went on his way, he went over there and he, I mean, he didn't catch a fish. He left, but he tried, but instead of just being rude to him, you know, even though he was a little standoff. No, it's 100% right. We should all so, be a little more cordial to each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially on the river. Unless absolutely. you're a fly guy, then you can just pound. Right. Or especially when Cody. someone's doing something that you see is messing everybody <laughs> else up instead of just freaking out on be like, 
hey, bud, like, this is what we're doing, you know? Even if you have to give him a little bit of gear, it's better than him messing everybody up. It's like we always constitute, like, no river names, no river names. When I'm on a river and I see somebody that's already on the river, I have no problem telling them what I'm doing. Right. They're there. They're already there. Yeah. They already know. Especially if they're yeah, going to mess time, you up. I'm telling you what, though. There's times where I see guys, like, fishing runs, especially on my local river. And, like, and I see them fishing, like, one side or, like, trying to twitch one area. Yep. And I know they're not doing it. They're right. not doing it right. And yeah. I know the good area is open. I'm like, I'll I'll flat out not educate them. <laughs> you just straight guide. You just straight guide life them. Guide life. Well, Twitching right here. You're well, wrong. and then here's a story Legends because Jen starts throwing games. Well, here, 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 here's my <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. Here's my etiquette story. So just like last week, same situation. There was one boat fishing the wrong side, and but I knew them, and they're good guys, and and they're proficient fishermen. They know what the hell they're doing. I'm not saying I do. But at that water level, they sit on the other side. They sit against this rock wall. They're always there. It's one of the better spots. So I go slide in there, and I freaking, I mean, dude, first cast. Bing, boom. Get this fish Bing, on. Boom. We land. Bing, boom. Bing, boom. Is that new thing? Can I, should, I, should I start doing that? Bing, boom. Bing, boom. Bing, boom. Bing, boom. Coming down. Anyway, so we get a back. fish. I, in the mouth. I didn't mean to say bing, boom, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we get the fish. Go back up. The one boat stays fishing their side of the river and because obviously you hook the fish and we drifted out with fishes there's some current there you know they're there the water was low and clear so they were holding in the spots that had some current had some cover anyways we get a fish we go back up we get another fish and the second fish was a pretty damn actually it was the biggest hatchery coho i landed all season long i saw a picture and of it, that yeah one. it was stunning. it was a very was good nice fish. fish and it took the client a long time so we get so we kind of drift away from the spot a little bit try to take the current out of the equation and I looked up river and there was a guy fishing literally 200 yards up river. And when we hooked that second fish, he gets on plane coming down <laughs> river and comes on plane and flips like the craziest you eat, like right below the other guy who was fishing the wrong side just to go in the snake that spot. And I was like, oh, come on, dude. Was it a black umqua with a big addictive sticker on it? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not I could describe the boat. To the I'm not going to. And I was like, dude, I'm like, so I go motoring back up and I go below him and I'm like, and this guy's like lost. Like he's not, he's not twitching effectively. Like I'm like, dude, you can cast in there all you want. You are not going to get one. So he finally, and he's like purposely, instead of like moving through, like he's staying there. Like he saw us get two fish out of there. That that's the magic spot in the river. Now that's where all the fish are. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. That's where the fish are. That's what I'm going to get. And he fleeced me out of it. I was pissed. So I go below him. And I start fishing and granted I don't catch anything. And then he, he like literally sits there for like a half an hour and finally moves on. And we move in there and we didn't get any more fish. But the bottom line was this guy was just a freaking jackass coming down the river. I don't care where people catch fish. Like it matters like how they catch fish. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. You like can you that, always you can do that anywhere on the river. Coho specifically because you and I both know like there's just sometimes you have to have your boat sit in a certain way. Like the lure has to come in a certain way. The plug has to come in a certain way. And if it doesn't come in that way, it doesn't get to the fish. It doesn't matter how pretty that twitching jig is or that plug. If it doesn't get in front of fish, it don't freaking matter. And he was lost. Like he was cast. He was was too far above it. So the point of that, I mean, what's the point of that to all the people out there when it comes to etiquette? What would have been the correct thing for this guy to do? The correct thing to do, probably the smarter thing for the guy to do was probably to watch me go back because I I just got two fish out of there. I'm probably going to go right back in there. Now, granted, you only own the spot as long as you stand there. I get it. 
But if I was that guy, maybe move down river and maybe watch me go back into that and spot and up. see how I fished it. Like, don't just come in there and be like, Definitely. oh, I know what I'm doing. Because yeah. he did not know what he yeah, was doing. Just get behind all. you. Like, no, I'm like, and like I said, I, I sat there and watched him for like 20 minutes. And he wasn't moving. I'm like, oh, God, all right. So and then finally he drifted off. And yeah, I took my shot in there. I didn't get he was never going to catch a fish in that spot. He should have just sat back, watched, and paid attention. And there's times that I sit back and watch and pay attention. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to just sit there. Oh, cause I'm, cause remember I'm the guide and y'all should move for me. Etiquette. You know, like my guide stickers mean that. Right. <laughs> what did you just say? Legend. God, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like sometimes it pays to like sit back and pay attention. And no, just, definitely. You know, yeah. That's all I was trying to say. Especially if you're going somewhere new. If you're going somewhere new, like there's been a lot of times where I don't even fish. There'd be a bunch of people there fishing. I just go mosey along the bank and just see what everybody's doing. And then I just gather a game plan and come Tell back. Me, bro. It all works on every river. <laughs> all right. If I go to a river, I got my fish. I just look. I'm just I'm gonna see what you're doing. Then you like, look like the weird, like creeper weird dude that's like the just guy the that sits guy, at like... the boat launch and asks how many fish were caught today. <laughs> how many did you get? Oh my god, that's freaking Jerry's dad. Jerry's dad used to drive around all the, the freaking boat launches and freaking just uh, get reporting. Yeah, just volunteer. Yeah. yeah, there's always those guys when you're pulling out. How many did you guys get today, dude? Three. You should have been out there. Dude, there's so many. There was one time we run into this freaking dude on the on the river. We're like. He's like, how many did you guys get? And I'm like, oh man, we didn't catch anything. It was a bad day. He's like, oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, it's freaking been tough out here. I haven't been getting anything either. And then I go up to the bathroom and freaking Lodi <laughs> gets out of the thing and pulls all of our fish out and just, just hangs them on the side of the boat. <laughs> and then I come back down and the guy's like, really? Hey, I didn't catch anything. I just, I didn't even know what to freaking say. I just acted like I didn't. Everybody has that, buddy. Like, oh my dude, God. somebody will ask me and Nate will be like, no, nope. mm. he'll shake nope. his head. No, mm. don't tell him. And I'm like, oh, we got a couple. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. well, I'm fishing the bigger river. He's going to throw me under the bus. I only threw you under the bus. Last year, really late in the season. I swear to God, may the Lord strike me down dead. I pull up to the ramp and the ramp that I was taken out at, was pretty, it's really tight. There's nowhere else to park boats. So I pull up to the ramp and I'm just about, I mean, we had a load of coho, like a load of lakes and no very many position. River was high, blah, blah, blah. This red truck, same thing. Old guy pulls to the top of the ramp. And he's just sitting there watching us. And I'm like sitting there, like doing the whole thing. <laughs> like, oh, clean, it's picking the boat up, getting ready to clean the fish. And I'm like, this guy's like freaking me out. Like I totally freaking out. I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm going to move the boat over. There's one little sandy spot, like kind of maybe like 20 yards down the way. I'm like, yeah, I can't see me there. I'm just going to pull over there and clean all these fish. Because we had like, like we had, you know, a dozen of them. Like, we were going to be there a while. So I pull over there a dozen. I pull up to the ramp, and I start, like, pull out the fish. Now. That son of a <laughs> drove down the ramp head first. And it's a long ramp. I swear just to, to God. Watch you. He pulls down the ramp and rolls down his window. And he's just sitting there staring at me, watching me clean these fish. And I go, what's going on? He goes, just wanted to see how many fish you caught. I looked at him and go, oh, at least you're honest. <laughs> I right. believe it. The guy like completely is creeping on me. I didn't lie to him, but I was like, dude, come on. Jeez, dude. River was super what is this? I know I Marlon's got an it. etiquette story because he's going to get fired up if he tells it. Which one? I know you got one. Oh, I'll tell one. So one time, <clears throat> Cameron knows this one because he got calls from a few locals on this one. 
We uh, what? So we go on this camping trip. We're oh, camping on the beach, gosh. and this has to do with you know this has to do with. This is a good one. First come, first serve when it comes to spots, right? And that's kind of what this has to do with. And so we're we're camping for my wife's birthday on a beach, and we you know we camped there that night, and we had rod holders out. We wake up probably four, I think four is when I left to go pick early. you up yeah, from the thing. Early. So I leave. At the same time as I leave, Sean starts getting all the rod holders set up and, you know, putting them in the rods, getting all the rods ready, and we're starting to line them all up. Some of them were already out, though. Some, we'd already ran two. Yeah. So we'd already ran two rods. I mean, we had the place staked out. Yeah. Much. We basically, we were in the spot. We were running. We were plunking, from, we were plunking from the bank. Fun camping trip. Plunking for Summer Chinook. So I leave to go back to the dock to pick up Josh. He didn't camp that night, so I'm picking him up that morning. And while I'm gone... Another boat pulls up to the beach, and, you know, who was there? Lonnie was there, and that was, like, the most important part. Lonnie was there. Someone called me, though. I can't remember. So, regardless, some guy, someone pulls, I think it's Sean called me, but some guy pulls up to the beach, basically. He gets out of his boat. We have all of our rods set up. He takes his rod holder, and he literally stakes his rod holder, like, 12 inches from one of our rod holders. Then he stakes another one of his rod holders like 12 inches from another one of our rod holders and? and proceeds to run his lines out. And he literally runs his lines out and drops them like right next to our stuff. And I'm not there. And Sean calls me and he's like, Marlon, dude, there's some guy here. And like, he just freaking ran our lines out. I don't know what to do. Like he's freaking in our stuff. And I'm like, well, freaking wake Lonnie up. Like freaking tell Lonnie <laughs> to get out there and talk to him. So Sean goes in the tent, wakes Lonnie up. Basically Lonnie gets out there and, Goes up to the guy and he's like, what are you doing? And the guy's like, we're fishing. And Lonnie's like, well, dude, we're fishing here. Like, we already had our stuff out. This is where we're fishing. And then, of course, the guy goes into the, well, we've been fishing here for 12 years. And this is a special, <clears throat> this is a special beach to us. And this is, you know, I just can't believe you guys are fishing here. And we're fishing here. And Lonnie goes, dude, you're not fishing here. You're more than welcome to go down the beach. There was 150 yards of beach literally below us. 150 yeah. yards of beach that they could have fished at. Like, and we had no problem with it. Like, Lonnie was like, you're more than welcome to go down there and fish below us. You know, have a freaking nice day. You're not fishing here. And the guy's like, we're fishing here. And so then this is when probably where we took and went a little too sideways with it. So Lonnie then <laughs> proceeds to grab the dude's rod. He grabs the dude's rod holder out of the sand and throws it in the river, takes the dude's rod out of his hand and starts reeling in the dude's setup, like reeling it in. And the guy's like trying to get the rod back and Lonnie won't give it back to him. And he just reels the whole setup in and hands it to the guy and tells the guy to get the F out of here. He's like, get the F out of here. And then he goes up to the other guy, and he's like, if you don't reel your line up right now, I'm cutting your line. I'm cutting it. Reel it up or it's getting cut. And the guy's like, I'm, I'm, I'm reeling it up. I'm reeling it up right now. I'm reeling it up. Because at this point, Lonnie was like pretty much like temper through the well, roof. I think anybody would be. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, anyone would be, right? Yeah. So Lonnie was pretty mad at this night. point. So the guy reels up his stuff. Then they get in their boat, and they freaking go out, and they tie off to the pilings. And we're like, what the hell? Long story short, they called the cops. Like an hour later, the sheriff shows up. He comes to the beach. He basically gets our story, goes and gets the other guy's story. The other guy leaves. After the other guy leaves, he comes back to our beach and literally tells us, 
This is the five or six time this has happened. These guys think that they own this beach. They try to run people off here. I'm tired of freaking dealing with it. Can you please just not threaten people? I don't have time for this. Basically, the cop tells us that there's like a drowning down lip river yeah. and he's freaking pissed that he he's even has to deal with this a bunch bullshit. of fishermen squabbling. And so we tell him sorry and that was the end of it. And so then basically... You know, that was the end of it. I mean, that, other than that, it, I mean, it turned it. Cam got some calls like these do, you know, some yeah, people and I mean, that you I knew, knew and, and I knew those guys and there's a little history there, but you know, like at the same time, like they tried to, I heard this other story. I'm like, well, that's not what the video said, you know, yeah, cause there's a video, there's a video and like it, it just, it, and that's what's funny is people day, don't know is we day, have like, a video I, of the whole thing filmed from the tent. Sharon was filming the whole freaking thing. You know, and there was a lot of stuff said that was like completely untrue. And, you know, at the end of the day, though, it is still like and I and, and like what's sad is like I, I know the guys. And first come, it's first just serve. It, it is still like first come, first serve. And, you know, there's. Dude, it, I go I, back to the yeah, same thing. If yeah. they would have pulled up on that exactly. beach, you guys could have worked it out. They would have communicated. Would've, dude, said, hey, we would have all just look, killed fish the that right day. Communication, we would have just killed fish that the day. The right communication that day would have solved everything. Ex- not thinking that you owned the river. Yeah. Like it's, or you owned that spot for whatever reason. And like I said, the reasons that they, the reasons that they, they don't, I get it. No, yeah. I understand like the it. There, it's a why, sentimental it, beach to them. It's a yeah. sentimental place. Yeah. I completely understand. But at the same time, it's a public open true island. I mean, it's a uh, public open island. It's not yeah. like it's a, you know what I mean? It's it's owned by the. But like I said, I, it, it is I've still, done the same thing where I learned how to yeah. plunk. Really quick I, before you start on that. If you guys are watching out there or if you guys are listening, comment. Let us know what you think about these stories so far. Let us know what you maybe would have done in these situations. Like, let us know how you would have handled them or what could have been done differently. Or We just want to hear your guys' opinion on all these different stories. But I, I can totally see where those guys are coming from, though, because, like, especially plunking. Like, plunking wasn't that big of a deal. You know, like, it was, and then it kind of lost interest, and then now the runs are back, like, or they were back. People really started <laughs> plunking again. Well, like, this place that I learned how to plunk, there was a group of guys down there that they wouldn't give me the time of day. They had a whole shack set up wood stove like and i fished on the outside of them for geez a month i didn't catch a single fish and i watched them just catch fish after fish and didn't take it that whole next season i came back and those people were like wow you're back and that's when they're like well come down here yeah but i mean if you would have got there first one right day, and right you decided yeah. to fish there and they would have tried to kick you out that would have been unacceptable right but i can see where people get really excited about you know like oh yeah. i've been here for 20 something years i don't you know? care it doesn't matter yeah, I, I totally agree i like, literally don't care. it doesn't matter if you've been there for 20 years well, it doesn't matter if you have a guide sticker it does not matter yeah, unless like, it's private it property but man if i was fishing the spot like Dude, especially frustrates me so much people just try to strong arm people like they try to just it's like that's what scares new fishermen. That's For what sure. that's what hurts our but, sport. Is but if you guys don't know, that's that. what I we need. Story. I got a we story for you that's fishermen. kind of the other extreme of that. Okay. So like so, there was about four or five years ago. There's this one area that people troll like, and you know, there's a reason why so many people troll there, is because if you were to troll there, you could fit thirty or forty boats in there versus maybe five anchor boats, and so like, you know. Everybody goes out there day in, day out and trolls. I go out there and troll with my clients. We have a great time. Everybody works with each other, like, you know, make it happen. And about four or five years ago, a boat 
came out there one day and I recognized them the day before and they were new to the area. They were trying to get in the mix, but they were kind of tangling with some other people. They didn't really understand it. They were, they were kind of a thorn in all of our sides because oh, a typical new guy that doesn't want to like figure it out, wants to run his own program in here, isn't going to work, you know, with everybody else running the other 40 boats running one program and right. him running another program. So, you know, he was tangling and, and eventually got frustrated left. So the next day we go out there fishing, new set of clients, whole nine yards. And he, uh, he comes out and right in the middle of the pack, like he throws his anchor and just sits there. And, and everyone's like, dude, you can't throw your anchor there. It's like, that's cool that you can fish there. But now, you know, 30 other boats can't fish there. Right. And everybody's like, you know, chirping at him. And he's just sitting there mother effing everybody like, well, it's the Columbia river. I can do what I want. You know what I mean? And you know what? Right. You can honestly, he's kind of right. So long, long, a short story. I end up trolling above. I hook a fish and I'm going down by him and we hook this fish. And I telling my clients that go just to let you know, after we hook this fish, you know, after we land this fish, I am going to go up five feet behind that guy's boat and drop my anchor because it's the Columbia river and I can anchor anywhere I want. And I was literally going to, I swear to God, I told my clients like, just, Hey, I, this is the one way you diffuse the situation. If this guy wants to treat us this way, we can treat him the exact same way he treated us. And guess what? Nobody can catch any damn fish. Right? So I'm, literally landing this fish and I hear like two boats like slam together long and short of it. Another couple boats decided to get a little too close, mix it up, broke the rods guys jumping each other's boats, pound, pound, pound. Yes. Got a little fight. Guy picked up his anchor, took off. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, when you're in Rome, do as the Romans, right? Like you can't show up to a spot, get your clocks clean one day and show up the next and think you're just going to freaking do something else at the other 40 boats. But if you go out to the just, river, uh, like, that's like, a good I story. Just, I heard that before you even told me because I if heard you that go out to the river, oh, he got, he you got can see the spot. You can see where the guys are trolling out. You can see where the guys are anchoring out. Like there's just spots. And like, I can understand when they do like in the fall time, when they do that closure in the lower river and it pushes everybody up. Like so, then, then the, all so right. Just, just like, imagine, just imagine like, so you see these guys like running lines off the bank. Just imagine if someone like figured out that they could run some lines off that bank and that one bank angler now is running a line 200 yards out in the river. And now he's fishing where there could have been 50 other boats fishing. Like there's a little bit of a degree of like first though, but uh, those, you go ahead and try that, buddy. <laughs> but that that works all, out for you. But that, that rarely, when in Rome, that doesn't happen all that often. Cause those no. people have to trap the, the spots that people are running these lines at are the same bank spots that have been having the same issues. You're like contradicting yourself though, because I am you a little say bit, if you get I'm to the saying, spot first, cause like, well, say a guy doesn't know, but okay. S- listen to this mm-hmm. gets up four 30 in the morning. There's no one out there. Oh man, sweet! This seam looks like an awesome spot to anchor. Boom! Drops his anchor. Doesn't have a clue. Anchors in there. Yeah. What's the deal? Communication. What like, do you mean? The reason why I'm going to say communication because that so you guy, think someone should come up and tell him, "Hey, you don't anchor here, bud." I would say because you know what I would say. I would do exactly what that other guy did, and I'd say, "You mother, I'll anchor yeah. wherever the f remember, I want." Remember that and day? Get in my boat and try to fight me and tell Re- me. Remember otherwise. that day? Remember that day? And then I the, stab the guy. Remember the day? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, remember yeah, that don't day try to jump in my Gerber boat and night. fight me, dude, because I will stab you. Remember that day up at the wing dam <laughs> that I got all my fish and left really early this year? Remember yeah. those bank anglers that yeah. were trying to do that and the bank and the boats kept catching him? 
because the boats were pretty accustomed. So there is a little bit of the rule like he who gets her first. I agree with that 100%. However, I don't think anyone's going to pull up to the hatchery hole in the raft and anchor five feet off the bank and cork 20 guys off. And just because they got there early either. Like there's situational awareness. Yeah, no. And I'm sometimes just, people, I honestly now how just you feel that. No, and I, I knew right where you're going with that. But sometimes that situational awareness gets fixed with communication. Yeah. Like, no, and when I tangled sure. that guy that morning, even though I caught my fish and left really, really early, I still tangled that guy one time because I'm like, dude, I go, I'm like, I know you're running lines here. I go, but just to let you know, I'm not going to be the only guy that's going to get you. That guy that anchored in front of all those troll boats, he knew exactly what he was doing, and he was there to pick a fight, and that didn't work out very well for him. Yeah, you guys yeah. broke off. Like, and I have a just, story on the other hand of that. Like, So I was fishing with a guide when I worked at Sportsman's. They took us out on a free trip, but whatever. So we anchor up, and we pull, we pull up to the spot, and this guy's anchored already. So we're going to go anchor next to him. And the guide that we were with says, hey, you know, you're pretty low in the hole. What you want to do, he gave him advice pretty much. What you want to do is pull your anchor and be up here a little bit higher. So, I mean, he communicated. He told him exactly, you know, where he should be sitting. He helped him out. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we both ended up catching fish. And so the guy was open-minded because I've had that situation where guys will, like, anchor in the bottom of the hole. And they'll sit there and be like, oh, well, this is where I got him yesterday or whatever. And I mean, like. There's other guys that won't be amenable to that advice. So in that same area that we wobbler fished with you that one year, you know, mm-hmm. we anchor. So one year we anchor, right? <laughs> and we get up there and we fr- we anchor in this spot. We beat everyone out there, right? And before, I mean, we had caught, like, I think we catch, we caught it. We catch, a, no, we hadn't caught anything yet. So we anchor in the spot. We get out there before anyone else. Well, then all the other boats start coming out. Well, the first dude, like, literally drops, like, he anchors, like, in our, like, right below us, like, basically too close and so Lonnie of course being Lonnie (laughs) yells at the guy like hey dude you can't anchor there if we hook a fish we're gonna be in your anchor line like that's too close yeah like just anchor next like up up here or can you please just go down a little bit farther and he was pretty nice the first time he said something to the guy well then the guy goes you guys are in the wrong anchor spot this is where you anchor this line is where everyone anchors. This is where everyone's been anchoring for 25 years. And Lonnie goes, dude, we anchored in this exact spot yesterday and limited and watched that whole anchor line down there not even catch one fish. We're anchored here for a reason. Don't you see, remember seeing Cameron Black anchoring here not too long ago all last week? And he's like yelling at this guy. And he throws, basically tells him, you, you know, because you're the guy that oh, always great. catches a lot of fish out there. So anyway... We have this fight, basically this yelling back and forth. And finally, I just tell Lonnie, I'm like, dude, who cares? Let's just sit here and catch fish and make this guy look like a freaking idiot. So we did. We stayed where we were at. And we just, every time we'd hook a fish, we'd drop off our ball and we'd pull the fish all the way towards the bank down to the other side of the guy and fight it right next to him on purpose. And we basically limited our boats really, really quick to the point where I know that guy was pissed out of his freaking mind. And we never said a thing to him the rest of the day, but... Point being, work. same thing. You, we were there first, and it's first like you both sets the line. So, so that move though that I was talking about with the guy anchoring in the troll zone, like I was going to come up and anchor, the exact same situation happened down river at that sandy area mm-hmm. down below where we would get out there. Like this was back before the whole three sixty, you know, three sixty super bait days. Yeah, and you know, you got out there three or four hours early, and you anchored in your spot, and those lines were coveted. Like you were getting out there early, sitting on your kicker, and just ugh, 
want to pull horrible. Her, oh, I know. Hate that. Want to put a freaking bullet in the lane because it's so stupid. So we get out there one day, and I get out there. I set the line, and it's the same line we've been fishing for like the last month. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just catching fish, like you said. Oh, yep. we've, been, we've been fish, and the lines are full, and it's like a half an hour before tide's supposed to start. Tide starts supposed to start seven or something. Pretty early, but definitely not daylight. Yeah. This, and I'm gonna say it because this guy, and he's he's probably dead, but then <laughs> this this guy comes out in this giant blue Duckworth. And if you have a blue Duckworth, it's probably not you. And if it is you, then shame on you. Because I'm not ripping on blue Duckworths, but you get it. Anyways, blue Duckworth, fishing by himself. He comes up behind the line, like actually just right to the outside of me, but right behind the boat next to me, who also got out there three hours before the tide, played along. When he was a Roman in Rome, you know, doing what everyone was doing. And he freaking throws his anchor like 10 feet behind the guy's boat. 10 feet. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? And the whole, there's like 20 boats in this line, like yelling at the guy. The guy's like, he's a big dude. He looked like fat bastard. Like Like, he was just this obnoxious fat. I can't say that word, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Just sitting there. Anyways. And so like, it's like 10 minutes before tide. Now we're all just pissed off. And he's so I'm like, you know what guys? I'm the young guy here. I haven't picked up my clients yet. Screw this. Pick up my anchor and I go behind his boat and I'm like pulling up. I like take my anchor and I put it in the roller and I'm, I'm hoping not to drop it, but I'm hoping the guy gets this like sense of like, Oh, maybe what I'm doing is wrong. Nope. Didn't get it. So I go pulling up like five feet behind his boat and I freaking pull the anchor and I drop it. And he is, yeah, I mean, he is stark raving lunatic mad. He's mad. I'm calling the sheriff. I'm like, you're calling the sheriff. And I'm yelling at the guy. Like, You're calling the sheriff. You just did that <laughs> 20 minutes ago to the guys that have been there for three hours. And you're going to call the sheriff on me. And of course, dude, everyone's yelling. So then the tide starts and he's yelling. I mean, he is the whole time just mother effing me to no end. And the whole time. So then like he finally like shuts up and I figured he probably just had to take a breath. Like I said, fat bastard here. He probably wore himself out a little bit. So then I'm like, well, the tide's starting. I'm calling my clients like, dude, we're kind of dealing with a little situation out here. Just uh, hang tight. We'll get you in a minute. Fishing's good. Don't worry about it. Tide starts. And so I'm like, the guy like tries like cast his rod by my boat. I'm like, well, I'm going to put out my line too. And I put out my line and it sets him off. Like, because now I'm like corking this guy. Right. And finally he pulls his anchor and leaves. The guy's in the upper line, set the spot. And he's just, I'm calling this sheriff. Dude, it's like, who the hell who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> like, oh, it was the most unbelievable thing. So I was going to pull spot. that same move on the troller guy, but unfortunately, you guys asked me before I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he oh. did get his ass beat. Yeah. I mean, he got I've rock- been that new guy, though, before, like, fishing up in the lamp when sturgeon was still open. Like, anchor off, our buddy already had two keepers. I think it was actually a derby day. And oh, we go up there and anchor next to our buddy. already has two keepers. We start fishing. All of a sudden, people start showing up, start circling our boat. And, like, I, I don't know what's going on. So, I'm like, Why, what's going on here? Start screaming and yelling and telling us that they're going to cut our anchor line. They're going to fight us. And, like, they're just freaking out. Well, apparently, we were where these guys wanted springerfish. Did you fill I, those boats with uppercuts or what? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not fill those boats with uppercuts. Like, I mean, if the opportunity arise, but, I mean, it's got crazy, like, we were just we were just sturgeon fishing, like we we're just hanging out, like boat our buddies next to us, and all of a sudden now all of a sudden we're in the way. 
now now we're messing up everybody's programming. We we eventually left. Like this wasn't worth it, but yeah, dude. Me and Marlon experienced that down in Astoria this year. I got arms thrown up at me a couple times in the flats. I mean, two hundred yards from people running, trying to find a spot to anchor up, and people are throwing their arms up at me. I don't know. You know anything about that, Cam? What's the big secret there? Because I felt like I was not. Well, doing was it a guy? Wrong. Oh, of course. Well, then he owns the spot. Well, they had just. <laughs> <sighs> that video just got released uh, too, not too long before that, where it was talking about not anchoring below a guy because the fish are pushing up and in and out and some weird etiquette about that. So that may have been. I wasn't anchored by There's him. low holing, but then there's also like, you know, I mean, I can understand that a little bit with drift boats, but I mean, at the same time, like if you're fishing your plugs and you're fishing 60 feet behind the boat and the other boat that's going to anchor below you gives you ample room to fight a fish and. You don't own it. I mean, by that by that logic, if you think you're if you think you own like everything downriver of you, then you better be the first guy on the river every day. I think the point is just when everybody's doing one thing, just try to to mold with everybody. Just use your like don't. I mean, every you could go to you get to a point where everybody's fighting each other and nobody catches a fish, or everybody works together and everybody catches a fish. So, I mean, it depends on how you want to go about it. If you want to go about it and just be... When it comes to etiquette, because we need to start wrapping this podcast up, the basic thing is, is just be nice to fellow anglers. Communicate with them. Use and your head. Use your head. And just know that if you're there first, you were there first. It's your spot. <laughs> That's just all there freaking is to it. That is true. That's all there freaking is to it. It's literally just common sense. Being courteous to other people. It's yeah. not hard. Well, I mean, in the reality too, because like for a reason. Because we're getting into the season where you know, like, so that's why we talked about it on our on our Facebook live thing night. We're getting into the season where, like, all of a sudden, all the like expert, oh yeah, trolls come crawling out of their grandma's all these, basement. All these out of their grandma's just, basements. They've oh, been, they're they've so been thinking hard. they're so bad, eh? Because they guided oh. in Alaska the last couple Mom's of months. Meatloaf. Mom to meatloaf. <laughs> Anyways, they will come but crawling like, out. I, it's funny because, like, even though you guys out there, you know who that we're talking about. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're one of them, good. I'm glad you're listening. But I'll tell you what, like, if if thanks for joining, you know, thanks for joining. This season, it's it's crazy because it's. I think it's the funnest season, dude. It's amazing. It's it it's is. awesome. It's like, there's lots of areas to fish. There's big fish to be had. You know, we're not so caught up in necessarily killing every freaking last one of them. Just about the beauty. You know, of the yeah, it's about having fun and going out there. And there's just oh my. The, oh, like I said, just the freaking trolls that come out of the caves, grandma's basement, for mama's basement head. for winter. Steel. All these it's guys that just think they're just professional freaking. Women. They're advanced. Oh, God, they're so advanced. So they're, not advanced. only are they advanced, dude, they're just. Junk. I wasn't even they're gonna go junkie. there. You don't even have. To, you, know, <laughs> you don't even have to go either of those spots, but you know who I'm talking about. It's just, it's amazing. Oh, dude. So, like I said, have a little common courtesy, communicate, wave people through. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say. If you guys out there listening, if you haven't checked it out, if you go to the Addicted Fishing page and you look through our videos and through our live feed on Facebook, you can check out this uh, etiquette video that we just did. And we kind of broke down. A lot of good information in there. Yeah, we broke. We had a lot of fun with it, too. It was a blast. But we, uh, we broke down a lot of, like, bank versus bank guys, bank versus boat, you know, sleds passing drift boats, drift boats passing people. We never did talk about cutting people's line, though. 
<laughs> That's Sweet. right. We can talk about the best etiquette. You'll story see it ever. in the addicted life. Yeah. Right. Oh, and with that up. being said, if you guys are out there listening to our podcast and you haven't subscribed to our YouTube, please, please do me a huge favor. Head over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, turn on those bell notifications. We've been making it a goal of ours to put a video out every single day. And if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you're enjoying these episodes and subscribe because every single day we're putting out a YouTube video and we're doing it for all you addicts out there. So make sure you tap that subscribe button. And leave us a review, comment. We want to hear your bank fishing etiquette stories. We want to know, we want to know all the random things that have happened to you. And I know there's really good ones. Oh, I'm sure there's some great ones. So we'd love to hear them. Comment below. Let's hear some of those and just get the conversation started. And also just comment. And let us know some of the tips you have for other anglers when it comes to bank fishing etiquette. Because and and have an we open can all mind. learn from each other. Yeah, and have an open mind out there. You never know what the guy who you think is completely screwing everything up. You know. You don't know where he's coming from. He might be his yeah, first day on the river. Yeah. You know, or he might, might be, be a freaking pro, twitching up freaking springers left and right. And if you just pay attention, you could learn something. Which pro are you talking about? Me. <laughs> the le- legend. legend number two. We'll call him mini legend. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so gay. The triggered legend. Oh, with that oh, being said, is. thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We appreciate it, and we will see you on the river. Later, guys.